You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the CHGO White Sox podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Use the promo code CHGO when you download the app. Uh, when you sign up, I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Welcome into Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. Hey. Uh, alongside me, as always, is Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. No Vinny, no Jared, just the boys hanging out. Yeah. It's all right. You know, us two could talk about these shy white socks for a little bit. It's our jobs. It is our jobs. We do that five days a week. And it's fun. And, uh, hey, we got a lot more fun stuff coming to you, possibly the CHGO member. Uh, if you do want to become a member at uh, allchgo.com, we really do urge you to. We got some new uh, tiers coming. We got some new stuff coming for uh, merch. <laughs> I think I don't, don't want to give it away. Uh, yep. But we got some uh, We got some stuff. There's there's levels to it. Lots of the, stuff. Uh, as the promo says on Twitter. Uh, so make sure you're signing up Old for memberships. Show. Uh, at allchgo.com, and this can be announced at like 10, 10 a.m. tomorrow. Is this our uh, trade machine yeah. in the middle? So uh, on today's episode, and mm-hmm. what's up, Alec, uh, in the chat, uh, we are going to be busting out the old trade machine. Uh, we're going to be seeing what this fires up and uh, seeing, uh, you know, if the White Sox can make any deals that make sense. Um, you know, we're not claiming to be GMs. The trade machine isn't claiming to be a GM. They just made the machine, all right? So whatever the machine gives us is what the machine gives us, and you can't get mad at us, okay, Steven? All right, so you can't you can't we'll get mad at the machine. I'm not making promises I can't keep. This is what the machine said. All right, and this is it's not the newest date. All right, it's from 2009, but it works, and that's all we're proud of it that it works. Okay, so we're going to use the trade machine, and it's going to be a fun time. Uh, we heard the report from Jeff Passan basically saying the White Sox are looking to do a, an MLB for MLB swap, right? So what we are going to do is we're going to look at the top eight players for the White Sox, and we're going to try to trade them off the team. All right, good riddance. We'd like to have you on the team, but goodbye. You know, we got we to gotta live in reality. The White Sox in 2023 can't spend money on any good players. They got to trade them away. And, yeah, if this is true, what Jeff Passan reports, and there's no reason to not believe what Jeff Passan says, and Rick Hahn himself was talking about going the, via the trade route at uh, the GM meeting. So, theoretically, one or more of these eight guys will be traded away from the White Sox and then there'll be some new players on the White Sox via trade. So 
we're going to get the jump on it and help Rick out a little bit. And our trusty machine right here will uh, assist us in that. Yep, and uh, this is what Jeff said. said, While there's no indication that the Chicago White Sox have any desire to start from scratch, the sheer amount of talent uh, on the team from Tim Anderson to Dylan Cease to Luis Robert to Lucas Giolito to Andrew Vaughn to Liam Hendricks to Loya Menes to Lance Lynn to Yohan Moncada makes them awfully appetizing for teams that might want to do a big league for big league swap. So we will be looking for, you know, try to be looking for big league for big league swaps. The only player that we're not going to include in these trades is going to be at least the the trade machine isn't going to include in these is you on Moncada because no one wants him. Um, gets paid like a top six third baseman in all of baseball. And Herb, you're, you, I mean, you, you're fighting for top seven. Grandal's in this trade machines? No. Well, he, was, he, wasn't list, he wasn't listening. Oh, in that, that list. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, all the bad players are going to be on the white side. So, Grandal and Yohan will be on next year's yes, but team. Now, yes, Manny Grandal with the lower half of a hockey player will be on the team. Great. I hope he can uh, give us some greasy goals. He's going to be a great defender on ice. Mm. And uh, as Al says, let's make a deal. So why not? Let's bust out this old bad boy and fire it up. All right, Herb, uh, let's go to the first machine, the first trade. This is going to kick out and it's going to flash up the Cardinals. All right. So the Cardinals are going to get Aloy Jimenez and the White Sox are going to get Paul DeYoung, shortstop slash second baseman and Matthew Libertore. Uh, I hope I'm saying his last name right, but it's uh, Liberatore. He was in the uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Liberator? I think that's what it is. Okay, he was in the Rays prospect uh, uh, rankings, uh, but he's a left-handed starting pitcher. Uh, recently made his debut with the Cardinals, but he had like a seven-plus ERA. So that guy, that guy sucks, is what the trade machine's saying. Yeah, is that the guy that went the other way? Uh, in I forgot what the trade was. Um, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, 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 remix. Oh, hey, oh, remix. We're doing it again. There we go. Uh, yeah, he was selected by the Rays in the second round. Uh, back in 2018, and then he was traded uh, for Jose Martinez, Randy Rosarino, oh, Rosarino. Uh, and the Cardinals competitive balance uh, round A draft pick. Perpetual Rookie of the Year, Randy Rosarino went to the Tampa Bay Rays while Matthew Libertor, or whatever Steven said his name is. Liberator. Yeah, the Liberator, <laughs> and uh, Paul DeYoung, uh, I think an ISU Redbird, That's right. if I'm correct. That's right. The best ISU Redbird, much better than uh, Miller. Much better than uh, Stephen Nicholas. Yeah. Um, but eh, I'm not taking that trade. Trade machine, you're struggling already. What? I'm not taking that. Why no. not? Because I don't like Paul you Young. The, Paul the, Young the... was barely on the team. Like, he wasn't. So was Jesse Winker. And you were trading yeah. away for Jesse, Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker has man. five years of actual good performance in Cincinnati. And I've heard some stuff was happening off the field for Jesse Winker that might have contributed to his on-field play. And so those things are a little settled down a little bit better. Jesse Winker is a perfect trade candidate for the White Sox, a trade low or buy low candidate who's on his walk year. Yeah. This Libertore and Paul DeYoung, no, I'm good. Um, I'd rather keep Aloy. The pronunciation, and again, remember this is a kid that uh, failed phonics in the second grade, but uh, Liberator. 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 Uh, Liberator, HL says. Liberator. And uh, HL says, hell no to the trade. Don't get mad at the machine, okay? The machine doesn't know what it's doing. Oh, you know it's who's mad today? Best. KPW. He's my the, guy. The, the trade machine did a trade for him today. So, so yeah. He Te wasn't too happy about. Teoscar Hernandez goes to Seattle, um, and then Toronto gets Eric Swanson and a uh, prospect. What did you make of that? Teoscar would have been nice in the White Sox. Oh, it would have been real nice for the White Sox. I don't know why we didn't. We probably called, whatever. But uh, I'm. The guy who I said loves the trade up there in Seattle is trading again. 
So, yeah, let's go and get Jesse Winker for something less than Aloy Jimenez. Right. <laughs> Hell, they got a, a major league outfielder who's an all-star for people I've never heard of in my life before. Maybe they're high t- highly touted prospects, but didn't seem like an apples-to-apples uh, trade right there for me. Yeah, and uh, people are chiming in. DeJong's been really bad. Yeah. Uh, 99 OPS plus in 2019 in an all-star season, and it's gotten worse since in 2020, 87, 2021, 85 OPS plus, and 2022, uh, a 53 OPS plus. He does or will make about $9.5 million uh, this year, and then he's got two team options, so you could – effectively cut bait with them in 2023 and trust those uh, ISU Redbirds and HL said uh (laughs) uh, our guy Matthew uh struggled uh last year when he came up which is true uh but here's a guy that in 2021 he was playing in triple a and had a 404 ERA uh but there was a six-year age difference he was pitching there in 2021 and then in 2022 in Memphis in triple a uh had a 517 ERA I understand those aren't great results but also he's still only 23 years old still has a lot of control left he just made his MLB debut so I think I mean again people don't want it because Aloy is going but Again, I I don't think it makes sense to trade Aloy, all right? So, bad trade machine. Let's go to the next one, all right? What is the trade machine going to fire up here? you got to hit the button I, I or else it, it doesn't happen. It. We got one, all right? And uh, shout out to everybody <laughs> oh, in the chat. Uh, you know, we got, we got people loading up. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We got the Dodgers <laughs> coming up. You're saying this is the worst one. <laughs> you don't even know what the one. trade machine, the uh, trade machine just gave you that. God the trade damn machine it. just trade sent machine. that to you, Steven. I saw Dylan Season and I knew it was bad. Ridiculous. Oof. All right, so the Dodgers yeah. are going to be getting Dylan Cease and Liam Hendricks, okay. and the White Sox are going to be a Midwest rip and saying Sox are not trading Aloy. It's it, it's the trade machine, all right? Uh, White Sox get Cody Bellinger, Will Smith, Ryan Pepio, and uh, Michael Bush, the second baseman. Uh, so the White Sox get... Uh, Possibly their fifth starter in Ryan Pepio. Mm-hmm. Possibly their starting second baseman in Michael Bush. Mm-hmm. They get a player player to replace Yasmani Grandal and has control in Will Smith until 2025 and is a top catcher uh, in the National League. And then Cody Bellinger, who's a former MVP, uh, who uh, is in his final arbitration year. The White Sox giving up Liam Hendricks and Dylan Cease. Uh, no, I'm good. Um, those players coming back to the White Sox, awesome. I, I would love them for... A smaller price you know you train Dylan Cease as I said before you're got to get back somebody like Shohei Itani I know that's not gonna happen but that's the no that's the person that is of that ilk no I'm not giving up Dylan Cease for any of those players and then you have to give away Liam Hendricks too no absolutely not I mean Will Smith is good great great I don't need another catcher on the team and but then are, that allows you as Bonnie Grandal to move to first. And then we still what have everyone a, wants. Well, we still have a first baseman <laughs> in Andrew Vaughn. So, no. Trade machine, you're struggling so far. What was, what's going on, man? Mm-hmm. Stop trading good people away from us, jerk. It's it's hey, I, I don't look at me. I'm uh, calling the trade machine. <laughs> Our guy Stefan Bardo is dropping a super chat and he said, Would you wait to trade till after the non tender deadline? Uh, I think that's what most deals are gonna be done anyways. I mean, it, it seems like it's been a slow market so far. Tyler Anderson getting his deal done, a couple players accepting their qualifying offers, but I really think that 
most trades are probably going to be done once the larger free agents are gone. I think the larger free agents probably have to sign first, um, and then you'll see some of these trades happen, unless it's a 40-man roster crunch, but we saw most of those happen as the 40-man uh, roster deadline was yesterday. So I don't think that they're going to wait until – or I think they'll probably wait until after the, the non-trade uh, – or the non-tender deadline, um, and, and all of those situations are figured out unless they're going to – Arbitration. Alex is a, Alex Root, of course, our guy, said the Dodgers are the one to say no to that trade. We're getting Liam Hendricks. Will Smith is good. Great. Is he of Dylan Cease ilk? Because you're, you're getting a nothing player in Cody Bellinger. It's his, walk, it's his last year. He's been bad for the last two and a half years. And not, 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 not good. Bad. For the last two and a half years. And who else? Pepiot and Bush, they're both prospects. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah, Will Smith's the top five catcher, but I have a, we have a top five pitcher. He won an MVP, man. Huh? He won an MVP. Who? Cody Bellinger. Yes. <laughs> Back in the day. Long time ago. When he was young, healthy. How do, you, how do you get that unhealthy? In, because in, remember, in I think specifically. He hurt his back? No. Was remember that? when he hit the home run in the World Series in 2020? Collarbone? And, and, and then he did this little, like, forearm shiver or something like that. He, like, messed his either bicep or his chest up. Like, you could see immediately he was, like, hurt from that uh, physicality from one of his teammates. I forgot who it was. And he really hasn't gotten back to that level yet um and steven if you want to scroll up real quick i think there was a different uh one one of matthew lucas saying andy, andy page and uh, emmett sherman both played for uh Jershel, uh could see them being options too um so those guys i think being both being in the dodgers uh, uh organization so maybe the trade machine uh could add that knowledge into their ai but uh maybe we'll get the next one uh going up here let's see what the trade machine has to go for next herb All right, so the Rays didn't trade people off their 40-man uh, roster. They ended up you know, making a, a commitment to these players like Ryan Yarbo, Andrew Kittredge. Uh, but Andrew Vaughn is one of those players. We're talking about MLB for MLB swaps. You're biting your lip like it hurts. Uh, but Andrew Vaughn is going to go to the Tampa Rays in this trade. Andrew Kittredge, uh, a relief pitcher. Brandon Lau, second baseman, and Ryan Yarbrough. Yeah. Uh, kind of a starter, kind of a relief pitcher. He's he can go about a – yeah, he's an opener. Can go – he's thrown about 100 innings in a, 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 in a season before, so I don't want to just say he's a, a relief pitcher. But Kittredge, low. Lau and uh, Yarbrough coming to the Sox, Vaughn going to Tampa. The reason why I'm biting my lip is the reason why KPW was talking about. This one indicates that Abreu is back because if you're training Andrew Vaughn off the team, you have to have a first baseman, and I'm damn sure that's not damn uh, uh, Gavin Sheets. So this trade on its surface looks appetizing because of the – the player that Lau is at second base. Oh, Yarborough is designated for assignment. Uh, oh. Yeah, JJ just said, isn't he a Damn trade, ma- hey, trade machine. Get your shit right. It's not like the George Michael sports machine, though. You hit it and you go out to Cleveland instantly? No. Who's George it's- Michaels? I know Singular. George Michael. Singular. George Michael. He had a sports machine, so George Michael's oh, his, his sports, sports machine. machine. It was on Channel 5 after every sports Sunday. Back in the day. Was but, it like a national program yeah. or was it like a, yeah, it a, a Chicago thing? It was national. George Michael was out of Washington, D.C. He would do a sport, uh, sports broadcasting show like alongside ESPN. Like this is before ESPN came into real prominence. He did it like in the 80s, probably in the 70s. But then he continued to do it in probably until the mid-90s. 
uh, 2000s. And then, you know, it kind of became passe because everybody got their information real quick. But after Sports Sunday, which has happened on 1030s on Sunday, still does, you go to George Mark- Michael's Sports Machine, and he would act like he would press his TV screen, like he was, he was touch touchscreen back then. It's like, let's take you out to Cleveland, and he would show <laughs> you these uh, highlights. Bernie Kosar threw three interceptions. Ooh. Ernest Biner ran for 150 yards. The Browns still lost. I'm watching the uh, the 1988 Open on my birthday, and, uh, yeah, he just pressed a button, and now uh, Julius Irving is uh, yeah. doing a windmill Let's dunk. take you out to Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all well, he used to do. Let's take you out to Tampa. All right. Uh, so uh, we, we didn't. We're not going to get Ryan Yarbrough in this deal. Uh, and Connor Smith loves the George Michael Sports Reference Machine. Connor Smith's also changing his profile picture. He he, he had his uh, Washington Commanders hat on. Then he uh, took off the hat and had kind of some crazy hair going. And now he's uh, you know I think proudly displaying that his Commanders defeated the uh, the Eagles. So uh, you know shout out to Connor for that one. Uh, but yeah, I, the idea of trading Andrew Vaughn, the idea of trading Dylan Cease, the idea of trading Aloy Jimenez, the players that we've gotten so far from our lovely, lovely trade machine, it makes no sense to me, yeah. um, right? And and the big thing, I mean, yes, you're clearing some space with the Liam Hendricks deal. Um, Bellinger isn't making a ton. Will Smith isn't making a ton. Um, Dylan Cease isn't making a ton yet. Uh, but when we're looking at these deals, what I hope the trade machine understands in our next part of the segment is that the White Sox need to get rid of salary when they're making these trades, right? Trading mm-hmm. players that are going to be on the team because Jose Abreu is not going to be here is so important. Yeah, and so you can get money back and you can maybe spend, if you're sending Andrew Vaughn, even though he doesn't make that much money, to another team, you can probably go and spend on a first baseman if you're not signing Jose Abreu. You have the availability and the position available. So uh, I think some of the trade machine's uh, future uh, suggestions will be of that elk too, where you're trading off people who are making a little bit money for people who aren't making a lot of money or prospects that are major league ready. So they will be making major league minimums. Yeah. And Connor saying so far, the, uh, the trade machine, uh, Tampa is the best trade machine mach- uh, trade that they've come up with. Uh, Cardinals is the other trade uh, that they've come and the, the worst ones, the Dodgers. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll put the information in the trade machine. We'll see uh, after this ad break. If it, Gives you any more better results. Uh, NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in and st- place a stepped-up same-game parlay today with bigger payouts than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. I had a four-legger in some NBA games last night. Luka Doncic had a nice game. I bet the under on 50.5 for his points, rebounds, assists. Steven, guess how many he had? 51. 51. So that's the fun of betting and gambling (laughs) is that you could do everything right and still be wrong. But download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use promo code CHGO and make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And hey, the Bulls got a game against the Pelicans tonight and Zion's out. And I think the Bulls are money line favorites right now, or uh, money line uh, underdogs. Uh, so you can get them at plus money right now uh, to New defeat Orleans, the Pelicans. right? I think so. 
Mm, all right. Because the Pel- Pelicans just came here. Yeah. Um, and then next up is Pins and Aces. It is getting cold out there. You might not be able to buy, uh, you know, head out and uh, be, uh, <laughs> what's it called, golfing uh, right now on some Chicago links. But you will be soon. And I know every single golfer, especially Steven included, is excited for the 2023 season to get out and hit the links. And when you do, make sure you're wearing some Pins and Aces. They're the official golf pa- apparel partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear and our guy Steven get tons of compliments on and off the course when he's wearing his pins and aces gear they're a family-owned golf and apparel business and they make amazing polos hats golf bags and even our favorite beer sleeve especially for the holidays you want to get your people an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag especially being in chicago you don't need to really use this for golf whether you're going to the beach whether you're going to a white Sox game whether you're going to a golf game uh, a golf match Use the beer sleeve, right? It's going to keep seven beers cold, and that's more than a six-pack. You know, you can get real loose on on seven. It it feels like it should be an even amount of beers that you're drinking. Have you ever figured that to be the case? Um, I've heard some some theories that, you know, two beers is good, four beers is good, six beers is good. But if you're in that, like, five or seven, that kind of gets a little rocky. If you're sharing with a a fellow golfer out there, maybe you can battle over the last one. Hey, whoever wins this hole gets the last beer. If you're able to count them, it's not enough. Right. <laughs> um, but check out PainsAndAces.com and use com- promo code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's PainsAndAces.com. All right. So we put some uh, some stuff back into the uh, trade machine. We, we've added some AI. Uh, we've hopefully that bitch. figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> we calibrated it. Uh, it's going to be cute, computing only good ones uh, from here on out. So, all right, trade machine, uh, Let's let's go. Next up, we're going out to Milwaukee. Oh, George mm. George Michael. That's that's the good land. Uh, I've heard. So he really didn't learn because Michael Kopech is going to Milwaukee, uh, but Bryce Terang, uh, shortstop prospect for the Milwaukee Brewers, and Colton Wong, second base, is coming over to the White Sox. The White Sox able to uh, fill out the uh, the second base spot this year, and Bryce Terang possibly filling out shortstop for the White Sox uh, after Colton Wong leaves or uh, after Tim Anderson moves on. The only problem, well, major problems, Michael Kopech is going to be a star, I believe, um, but. You usually trade pitcher for pitcher. You want a pitcher back at least because you're losing somebody off of your rotation there. So it's going to be hard to lose Michael Kopech in that regard. If it was a pitcher in that, uh, even if it's a highly talented prospect, then you can uh, stomach that a little bit more. But no, uh, one for one or Terang and Wong for Kopech, I don't think gets it done, especially because of the names are not sexy. Kopech is going to be ascending to a probably top of the rotation starter and to trade him for somebody that those guys who are rolls of the dice, it's going to be very, very hard for White Sox fans to eat that one. Yeah, my, my worry with that one, I think the Brewers might just say no because, I mean, who's going to play second base for them if, if Wong leaves? You know, I think they picked up that option for a reason just because. One of the White Sox. Hey, Josh Harrison's a free agent. Hey, that's so, true. One of the mini White Sox who are second base shortstops. <laughs> right. Um, but and then the then Terang, I mean, that's such a broke franchise. Like, we really can't harp on how broke Milwaukee is. Like, there was a, a last spring training, the owner was like, yeah, we didn't even make money last year. Um, and, like, you know, I, they can sit. But, like. If any team's they, not making money, it's Milwaukee. No, they made money. Eh. They made a lot of money. It was a what was that report where a team was pretty much said that they made like five hundred million dollars last year and just take home, like after it was operate, the Braves, right? Because the Braves have to be yeah, they uh, had to be in some type report. of uh, some lawsuit and they had to pretty much open their books up. And so, if they're making that much, Milwaukee's making money. 
Don't let them fool you. Don't let them tell you, hey, we're barely making money. We're barely making payroll. My ass. They all get like $50 million, I believe, from BAM, from uh, the baseball's uh, uh, marketing uh, or um, their national TV uh, deals before they even start one pitch. So calm down, Milwaukee. Calm down. Well, here's here's the exact quote. Now I need to look up when when American Family Field was uh, opened up and when and that too. Uh, well, and when it's going to shut down or you know when's uh, uh what when's uh the the lease up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't find the lease right now. But basically, what it said was uh, Brewers principal owner Mark Anasanzio said team had an operating loss during the 2019 season. Uh, but then it also says. Uh, under the video, Brewers owner Mark Anasasio wants to keep the Brewers in Wisconsin. So that just more sounds like, oh, we're broke. We need, you know, the government to pay for our stadium. Yeah, Milwaukee's not big enough for us to, su- to support a team, even though they get like 25000 in that stadium every every game. Yeah, that's them begging the state of Wisconsin, hey, if you want us to stay here, I heard Memphis, Nashville, mm. Portland, we can move there, you know. Milwaukee's already moved a couple teams out of here before, so we can do it again. Yeah, and I do like Rusted's comment. If I was Rakan, I'd fire myself. Um, oh my God. People are talking about uh, Eli Stein and our guy uh, saying, if I was Rakan, uh, I'm not trading Cease. Uh, you know, it's the trade machine's fault uh, that he's trading Cease. But also, Eli, I thought you were coming to the tailgate. Herb Her- was, Her was walking around the entire time. He's like, I'm looking for Eli. Where's Eli? Have you seen Eli? I wasn't looking for you, Eli. I missed you. Was he? Did you come? You can come back from uh, what December fourth versus the Packers. I know it's a long trip. That's true, but you know, um, at least going to the trade machine, I, I would let it know uh, again. The White Sox probably need to get rid of payroll and uh, Terang being a first former first rounder for for the Brewers just seems so important for that broke franchise, uh, even if they are or not broke, uh, to keep on guys who have uh, a lot of control left and Kopech being brought up back all the way in 2018, I don't know if it seems like a player that they would go out and uh, acquire, but we'll see. I uh, mean, I'm sure the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin would not be happy to have to supplement them, the millionaires and billionaires, with some money, tax money, to build them a new stadium, which that stadium is, what, only like 30 years old, if that. But if they were talking about moving... It's like, oh, God, you got our arm behind our back. Yes, we'll pay for your goddamn stadium, half of your stadium. You pay for the other half, and we'll keep Milwaukee here in the state. I mean, we'll keep the Brewers here in Milwaukee, and we'll make your new damn stadium probably closer to the lakefront. And we'll get one with air, 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 air conditioning. Air conditioning, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> AmFam doesn't. It's dumb. It's bad. Uh, let's. Uh, like they pr- don't play games in the summer. Right. That's all you do. Just idiots. You guys aren't, you got, what, you got a great heating in that building? Sa- save, like, what? Millions of dollars each year. Ridiculous. But for the discomfort of your fans in the place, goodness and gracious. The glass on the back wall is kind of ugly. It's so like 2000, you know? Literally the same stadium as Chase Field, but I like that one much better. I like American Family much better. It's pretty. I would not be surprised that the same exact people made that stadium. So like, oh, let's just repeat this in the, des- in the desert. Chase seems comfier, is it not? It's, it's, no. Is it more shopping molly? It's just hot. Like an, it okay. also doesn't have air conditioning, and it also left the windows open on a 99-degree day. It's a dry heat. It's a hot heat. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a sweating heat. They're playing the Cardinals that day on that Saturday, but they did give out great Diamondback uh, alternate jerseys, like double X. I was like, man, 
you do something right right there, Diamondbacks, because that was a, a good gift to have. To go to a stadium, buy a regular-ass ticket, and they give you a nice jersey. Not one of those two pullovers. Button up. Nice. I can wear one uh, one of these days. Courtney has commandeered both of them, so now she wears both of them. But I can probably steal one and wear, wear it into lot lockdown. God, it's old school. CHGO oh White Sox. God, that's been Friends, like please. a year. It's right here. Um, let's. Uh, I forgot. CHGO. I still work for them. Let's uh, uh, end uh, different architects on the uh, Chase Field and Amfam. They just copied it. It's dumb. <laughs> and they just dropped it. Uh, let's go to the trade machine and uh, let's see where it takes us next. All right, we're going to San Francisco. Great, great stadium. Oh, the great best. stadium. Uh, Absolutely best. This would be after the non-tender. The White Sox would have to uh, tender Lucas Giolito to uh, a contract around $10 million. But Lucas Giolito would be going to the Bay Area. And he'd be becoming a San Francisco Giant. And Mike Yastrzemski, yes, yes. it'd be two yeses, uh, would be in right field. So what do you make of this one, Herb? This is like a change of scenery thing for guys who have had bad 2022s. Um, used to be good. I mean, Yastrzemski, I think, is up there in age. He's not a spring chicken. I don't think he's in his 20s anymore. 32. Yeah, exactly. So he's getting a little long in the tooth. And then Lucas Giolito had a bad year in 2022. He li- I think his off-season home now is in Davis, California, which is more in the uh, Bay Area. And so closer to home, sleep in your own bed every night type of thing, and re- re- reinvigorate your career in a stadium that would be conducive to doing that. Um, those nights in San Francisco when it's July and it's 50 degrees and it's freezing, be conducive to Lucas Giolito's pitching style. So, yeah, I think uh, that swap, while not sexy, I would love to keep Lucas Giolito as long as you can because you're trading him at the bottom of his value. And so at least let him build up his value in this halfway season. If the White Sox are not doing well in 2023 and he and Lucas Giolito's return to form, I could see them trading him for a little higher thing because he's only a rental and he'll be off somebody's payroll really quickly. But just to get Mike Kostrzemski back, no. Yeah. I know he's, what, is a lefty? We get Hawk Harrelson back in the booth. He would mercy. He would go wild. I tell you what, Yaz, best right fielder I've seen since Yaz. Mercy, mercy. mercy. I'll tell. I'll tell you what. You have Yaz and Yaz in the same lineup. Yes. If I, I would have done a 1974 in Boston. Have Yaz and Yaz in the same lineup. Mercy. Me? Rico Petroselli. Yes. Ted Williams. Jim Rice. Mercy. Jim Lombard. Alvin Dark was our manager. <laughs> Um, Yastrzemski is a, a left-hander. Uh, my big worry with him is that, you know, he had a first two good seasons, OPS pluses of 136 in 2019 yeah. and 2020. But the past two years, he's kind of been down, uh, you know, 101 OPS. But White Sox and right field, they take a 101 OPS. And, uh, hey, 42 home runs in, in about 1,000 a, a plate appearances. So, Sox would take about 20 home runs. The best right fielder we've had in a while. Yikes. That's, I don't know if that's saying uh, saying much there. No, it's not. Um, and uh, Eli's coming back in the summer, so we'll have to wait until uh, Eli comes back in the summer to, to see him. Uh, and, and we're excited to see him. Uh, we're also excited for the DraftKicks pick of the week. Uh, we're going to take you to Kent, Ohio. No, no, we're not oh, going to. Oh, the sports well, machine? We can take him to Kent, Ohio. We're going to take you to Kent, Ohio. We're going to take you to Kent, Ohio. It's the Kent State and Eastern Michigan game. We're going to take the under- Tonight, we're also going to parlay that with the Kent State money line. That is your pick of the week. It's a parlay at plus 155. If you don't want to get cute, too cute with it, just take the under of 60. These two teams, 
they're going to run the ball. And when you run the ball, not a lot of points are getting scored. Uh, less possessions there, and it's Maction. I don't know if they're going to be the most efficient team. So we're going to take under 60 tonight in Kent, Ohio. That is your point. Uh, that is your DraftKings pick of the week. And uh, DraftKings actually has a promotion right now. Get up to a 100% boost for Mac football this week. It's a mystery boost, so it could be from 20 to 100%. I got mine at 50% yesterday, and I used it on uh, the Ohio game, and I won. So that's very nice. So uh, make sure you're using your Maction boost as well. And, and IU plays tonight, too. In DeKalb. But you can't, can't bet, bet on, on it. That one. Oh, leave the state and bet on it. Leave the state. and <laughs> go, to in, go to Indiana. And, and bet against NIU. Um, or actually, I think you could bet it in brick-and-mortar places. Yes, you can. So, so go to um, wherever DraftKings is in the brick-and-mortar in Illinois. Bet there. Win a lot of money. The Wrigley one isn't open yet. No. Nah. Sad. That'd be the closest. I'll be one there as does. soon as as soon as it does open. You and Cody both. Uh, you you and Cody could ride a scooter. We really literally live down the street from each other. We'll just hold hands and skip down to Wrigley. There you go. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use promo code CHGO. And uh, also, if you make any five dollar bet this week, you get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details and next up shy town cornhole we saw these wonderful wonderful beautiful boxes at our latest chgo tailgate you could see the uh these cornhole boxes uh out at the next tailgate on december 4th uh when the bears take on the packers but shy town custom cornhole the number one cornhole provider for the chicagoland area and illinois since 2007 their signature box style design can be digitally printed covered in vinyl and painted their cornhole boards come with built in drink holders recessed in on the back, LED lights that light up the hole, and exterior handles for easier carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers. Those handles are fantastic. We were putting away, I think we had four sets of boxes, um, and only one of them had the handles of the uh, Chi-Town Cornholes, and those were the ones that were CHGL, custom-made for us, have the LED, the, the ones that are super tricked out. And I got splinters from one of the older ones that, like, you know. That weren't, were, chi- that weren't yeah, Chi-Town Cornholes. Raggedy, you know, yeah. made with ply- plywood. Uh, Braggs has, had his own, right? And Braggs's were nice, but they didn't have the handle. Uh, and then Jake's had his own, and they had the, dr- the, the drink. But that, that handle made a difference because, I mean, it was so easy. You could carry two boxes at one time. Uh, and especially with some of these bigger ones, it's tough to just carry one at one time. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to carry these with the handles. So it's why it's a fantastic gift if you're looking this holiday season. Maybe you got a wedding come up, and maybe you have a tailgater in your life or someone who has a great back back backyard barbecue setup uh these are fantastic fantastic gifts and they can ship anywhere and offer local pickups so go to their website shytowncornhole.com and make sure to follow them on instagram instagram at shytown custom cornhole boards all right let's go to the uh trade machine and other sean saying the trade machine is from the 1970s with that sound uh maybe we can draft harold baines again and solve the right field problem but uh i don't think that's gonna happen evidently evidently we're on the trade machine Next up, Luis Roberts leaving town. Bye, Luis. <laughs> See ya. We don't need you. Uh, Zach Neto is coming to Trading the White all Sox. our Cubans away, too. Uh, he's the second baseman. And Taylor Ward, third baseman slash right fielder, uh, is coming to the Sox. Luis Robert, center fielder, going to L.A. And Norhe Vera, uh, top right-handed pitcher for the White Sox, going to L.A. as well. What do you think of this one for the trade machine? Well, zero, always zero interest in any Luis Robert trade. Um, he's a champion. He's going to be great, but let's humor the trade machine. Neto is, I think, a top prospect for the 
Angels. He fills a position need there at second base. And Ward fills a, out, a corner outfield position uh, spot for the White Sox. He got, what, 25 home runs last year. He's a right-handed hitter. I wish he was a left-handed hitter. That would be a little bit more appetizing. But, uh, you know, if this is like if this is the Luis going forward, the one we got in 2022, is he's playing, he's not, he's playing, he's not, yeah, that trade makes sense. Right. Well, if, that, if that trade otherwise, no, I'm good. I want to give uh, just credit to the people in the, the chat making us laugh. Uh, Senor Sox saying that trade machine have any good trades in there. Uh, also following up with saying the trade machine's on crack. AJ saying every trade's worse than the last. Why are we doing that? Uh, and Mike in, uh, uh, Mike in Eminem is basically saying uh, whack trades. Uh, trade the person trading next. Uh, again, it's the machine doing this it's the machine doing this i think the the counter to this would be taylor ward has four years of team control left so it's not like taylor ward would be going anywhere you could help build out right field or possibly third base and then netto uh like you said he is a top prospect luis robert can he play 100 games And, and again we're going back to the point of the white Sox are the ones saying they're trading people i i don't think that the white Sox. Again, they couldn't get deals done at the trade deadline because I think they're overvaluing their players. Um, and I think that White Sox fans also probably are overvaluing their players. Not saying that the trade machine got this Angels one right, but again, Luis Robert, in a way, damaged goods. Yohan Moncada, clearly damaged goods. Too damaged to trade. Yohan Mon- uh, uh, Yasmani Grandal, way too damaged to trade. Uh, we got a super chat here from Rusted saying, trade machine, I'm begging you to stop proposing these deals. I'm going to press the button again. Trade machine, take us somewhere else. How many more we got? Two more, right? Two more. We're going to Atlanta. Or one more. Tim Anderson, shortstop, is going to Atlanta, and West Cath, top third base prospect and former second, uh, former third, uh, former second rounder, uh, is going to Atlanta, and the White Sox are getting Ozzy Al- Ozzy Albies, uh, second baseman, who is notably dirt cheap. Yeah, um, he signed a terrible contract where it's like seven years for $35 million. Just the dumbest contract I've ever seen signed for a person that was going to be decent. He's been to, I think, a couple All-Star games. Last year, I think he was hurt, or 2022, he was hurt for a good portion of the season. Um, Yeah, Tim, I'm I'm not trading Tim for anybody, much less Ozzie Albies because of Tim means more to the White Sox than he means to any other team. The only thing I could see is, like, Tim, born and raised in Alabama, the Braves are probably the team over there, the closest team that he can go to. And so maybe that rejuvenates his career out there in Atlanta. They love him out there because he's a, a hometown boy. And then you got to throw in uh, – who we throw in there, too? West Cat. West Cat's with third baseman, yeah, I guess to make it even. But I – Ozzy Albies is like what twenty six. He's had a couple bad years, but he's had a couple spectacular years. So it's enticing, but I'm not trading Tim Anderson. Well, and the idea too is then the I guess would be the White Sox aren't going to resign Tim Anderson, or the White Sox have no interest to resign Tim Anderson after. Uh, I think it's this year coming up. I think I think this is his last year under team control, um, or, or at least it being uh, $12.5 million. Let's see. Uh, six years, $25 million. Club option next year for 14. So oh Yeah, they're picking that up. Of course they're going to pick that up. Uh, and, and, and just like Ozzy, you know, uh, Tim Anderson's got a fantastic, fantastic deal. Uh, like 
uh, White Sox fan says we can keep uh, or not. Uh, that wasn't the one. Can we scroll up? And, then, and another uh, reason. Shlesh Poppy saying why create a new issue at shortstop to fix second base. I mean, with that, you could probably do what most White Sox fans wanted them to do is resign Elvis Andres. Yes, thirty-six years years old, Elvis Andres. Because and then you're stop not going to gap it for Colson. Whatever. Th- that's exactly yeah. what you're doing, and then that works out for Atlanta because they're losing Dansby Swanson. I'm sure they have some high prospect coming up to take Dansby's uh, spot at shortstop. But Tim Anderson for Dansby Swanson, while you can you know do whatever you need to do at second base, it makes more sense than most of these trades. Trade machine, a little better, get better than that though, jerk. I'm going to do it. Take us somewhere else, Trade Machine. This is the final one. Oh, my Jesus. We're going to New York. <laughs> He's finally a White Sox, baby. Eduardo Escobar. I mean, again. Well, again. But, you know, Bob Nightingale said it was going to happen last year. Yeah. Uh, White Sox get Eduardo Escobar from the New York Mets. He's a third baseman. Uh, and Daniel Vogelbach from the uh, Mets. He's a first baseman. And Lance Lynn, uh, starting pitcher, goes to the New York Mets. Lance Lynn making $18.5 million. Eduardo Escobar making $9.5 million. Vogelbach making $1.5 million. So in total, the White Sox save about $7 million, $6 million with this trade. Can you ask the trade machine why it wants another first baseman in that log jam? Trade machines because uh, Andrew because because Jose Abreu's gone and Andrew Vaughn, yeah, and one hits righty and one Gavin hits lefty. Sheets. Gavin Sheets sucks. Gavin Sheets is horrible. Agreed, but we just he's we a just first went you, you weren't here on Monday where we said Gavin Sheets is horrible. I, I knew that though. I did in fact watch the season. It was a rough one. Yeah, I mean the the idea behind that trade is that Gavin Sheets isn't on the team because Oscar Colas is, Daniel Vogelbach is, and also you know even then. You know, you're going to need somebody to hit righties because either Andrew Vaughn's going to struggle there or Aloy Jimenez is going to struggle there. And he's cheap. As I said earlier, if you're going to trade pitching, you usually want pitching back. And in that deal, you don't get that. Um, At least the the girth is the same. I mean, you get (laughs) Vogelbach for uh, Lance Lynn, both big boys. That's awesome. And then you get to have... White Sox great Eduardo Escobar come back and do nothing for the team. So full circle, you know, trade him away for I think yo not um for Francisco Lariano, I believe. He sucked as a White Sox. Eduardo Escobar went on and had a nice career with the Twins, was pretty good with the D backs. I don't know what he's done with the Mets, but he's like thirty six now, so no. Right. No. But he, hey, you know, he's He's got versatility, and that's what the White Sox love. He can play second base. He can play shortstop. Oh. He can play third base. He can play left field. Can Is play that right Rick field. Hahn control of the, yeah, <laughs> the trade machine? It's the Rick Hahn trade machine. It's like, oh, let me get uh, Paul DeYoung, who's not good anymore, but he's versatile. He's versatile and playing a lot of positions. Mediocre, we awesome. Why not get one player when you can get two players, you know? Like it was back in the Even day, he'd like, bad. let me get Ryan Terrio or Sam Foles. <laughs> Uh, Al Rad saying, uh, I think Sexbot could come up with better trades. Uh, and they tried Alex, earlier. They were participating. Yeah, they didn't say anything about it. Alex saying, is the trade machine using the same AI as a Sexbot? We think so. Um, final trade that I got for you. This isn't a trade machine uh, graphic, but I, I don't think any of these deals make sense. I don't think trading of these players makes sense. I don't think any fan will be happy with any of these deals. That would happen um, just trading these players, right? I think the ones that would probably be the easiest ones to stomach, Lance Lynn, because he's likely not going to be here for the long term. Yeah. Lucas Giolito, just because he wasn't that great last year. Um, but outside of that, like 
I know fans don't want to lose Tim Anderson. I know fans don't want to lose Dylan Cease. I know fans don't want to lose Andrew Vaughn or Luis Robert or Aloy Jimenez. So I really don't see Rick Hahn when he says the trade market's going to be so prosperous for us. I don't believe him because the last time we saw them make a deal was, you know, last trade, two trade deadlines ago. They couldn't even get a deal done this last trade deadline. So I, I don't expect them to I mean, be Deakman. Yeah, they got Jake Deacon, but I'm saying like <laughs> trades, trades, like, you know, like franchise altering ones where, you know, it's, you. It's, a, it's a headliner where we're talking it for a week. We, we, didn't, we didn't even mention the Deakman one, I think, when it, was, uh, when it was made and we were doing five shows a week. So that was the point of the exercise trade machine to point out that the trades that are out there for our eight top players are going to be very hard to make. And I it's guess it's going to be hard to get value for value. I think the White hmm. Sox over. I think the White Sox overvalue what they have in their they organization. A hundred percent, they do. Um, it's yeah, it's ridiculous that they do. They hug prospects until it's too late, and they they lost some of their shine. The one that they didn't do that with, which I was happy with, it turned out to be a bad trade. But at the time, I was very happy that they traded uh, uh for Craig Kimbrell and giving away Cody Hoyer hurt but magical. I was like, get the hell out of here. I said that was a bad pick initially because, like, he could just hit singles, and he might be, might be laser show Pedroia. He might be Altuve, Mm -hmm. but he was neither of the two. I don't think it would be ever that. So that's the only time I feel that they, like, didn't prospect hug. They saw the player in in major leagues. He got hurt all the time. It wasn't the player that they promised and got rid of him and got some uh, actual major league baseball players for him. I thought that was a good trade. And Otherwise, yeah, they've been hug- holding on to those prospects forever. And now the Cubs want to get rid of him. <laughs> Cubs are like, all right, let's go get Danzy Swanson. Yeah. Move Nico to second. We're cool. Yes. See you later, <laughs> yes. See you later Nick Magical. Sorry, Nick Magical. Um, uh, maybe the White Sox will get him back well, and that, for cheap. And that just points second base. It, Boom. It, there you go. It's fixed. Uh, and I think there you go. It just kind of looks for uh, – it just looks at, uh, you know, where the White Sox struggle with drafting. And it's just, you know – is Garrett Crochet truly that guy? And I think if you're going to be trading somebody this year, I think probably Aaron Bummer makes sense because you have to pay Jake Diekman to be in your bullpen. And I know Bummer's better than Diekman, but maybe that makes sense because the White Sox have such a deep bullpen and it's going to be harder to get rid of Diekman. Uh, yeah, Garrett no Crochet makes sense to get rid of too because, you know, if you get rid, or if you get rid of Bummer, you know, maybe Crochet fills his spot or the other way around, you know, if you get rid of Crochet, you at least have Diekman and Bummer to rely on. So I could see that happening, but um, I, I really just don't see an easy fit for the White Sox to make a trade. No, and if it, there is one, that trade's going to hurt a lot. It's going to be one of those players that we just named, that the trade machine just named, in, involved in a deal where you're going to probably, at first blush, not like it because the White Sox are not in a position of strength right now. You think the rest of the league doesn't know the White Sox can't compete on the free agent market and need fill, to fill in some spots? They know this. And so they can play a little hardball with the White Sox and say, hey, okay, cool, you don't want my trade, go ahead and find that in the free agent market. Oh, you don't spend money. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> uh, then come to my deal then. No? Cool. We'll be here when you uh, call us back in February. The deal will be worse, though. So, you know, they have le- the other teams have leverage on the White Sox. They know the White Sox need to come back from an 81-81 year, and they need to do this via the trade because their prospects are not that great, and they don't have any money. Well, they don't have any money to make that tra- 
that uh, free, free agent uh, reality. Thank you to Connor Smith for the super chat. Bow, 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 bow. Boo, 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 oh, boo. Give me, give me, come on, don't cut it off. Uh, Connor saying, uh, great Kenny William trade. Uh, Joe Borchard for Matt Thornton. And I do think that Connor probably edited the Matt Thornton Wikipedia uh, after it you know, says the trade, Seattle to the White Sox in exchange for Joe Borchard. It says, under the tutelage of pitching coach Don Cooper, Thornton emerged as a dominant bullpen force. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mercy uh, thank you for the Don Cooper mention uh, but we appreciate everyone for hanging out with us we appreciate all of these super chats uh, Connor Stefan and I think Rusted gave us one as well uh, Rusted I didn't mean to to, to to blast you uh, by, by being like you know he was like uh, what was it trade machine I'm begging to stop proposing these deals uh, you know, hey I, we hope you had fun with it for 45 minutes you know it, they were bad trades we know that but Hopefully they were fun, bad. And I like Rusted's comment. Han has made so many bad decisions that he's depleted the farm system, so we can't make trades. But he's the owner. But the owner won't spin, so we can can't sign free agents. What a clown show! Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That's very life, much true. That's life as a White Sox fan, baby. Um, and uh, Eminem saying uh, we can trade Rick Han for uh, Joe Madden at this point. I, I would probably sh- I I I'd do harm to myself. I think. Can I take I, us back to a trade? I think that would make a lot of sense after ahead. doing the show. When Kyle Korver was was drafted, so we're going basketball here, the uh, the Nets traded him for cash considerations. Those cash considerations were used to buy a copy machine. I think this trade machine could net us something like Kyle Korver. That'd be great. Okay. Because what, it, what it's spitting out right now is just of no value to me. So you want to get rid of the trade machine for, like, lunch? That'd be great, yeah. Okay. West Loop Market maybe, a nice Philly. I could go for that. I like the Philly. I mean, Lawrence, I mean, did you see the trade machine – But did you see the trades that were? It was. It's not like a. It's not gonna get us a lot of money. I think we can get like fifty dollars for the trade machine, and I think I think Stephen is just being smart with with, with what he said. He's, he's having realistic expectations. I mean, you know, Lawrence wants the world here. But anyways, that's gonna do it for. I tried to get Stephen to get the office. Office space song, and we're gonna take this outside and beat the hell out of it. <laughs> we got we got bats somewhere. Yeah, um, it's good to be a gangster, man. It is. Um, that's gonna do it for the CHGO White Sox podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at CHGO underscore White Sox. Make sure you're liking the live stream as well. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We do appreciate it. Uh, Eduardo Edgardo said uh, the trade machine is worse than our GM. Mm, is it? Is it? Is it that Edgardo? bad? Get Cesar Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> That's Herb Lawrence. For Connor Pilkington, who's playing on the goddamn Guardians, yeah. starting games. Well, I'm fine with that because the White Sox ate that kid's lunch. Uh, but you can follow him on Twitter, at Ecknerwell23. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter, at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Uh, yeah, maybe the trade machine will tra- trade me tomorrow. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow on the CHGO White Sox podcast. Go Sox. Thank you.